these are these are fairly sound enough these questions welcome to the big christmas gaa quiz thanks for joining us this is all just a bit of fun um on christmas week for you to do with your family or with your friends have a bit of crack you'll have until new year's eve to get your answers into us you can either email the answers in to the amber at gmail.com or you can write out your answers just make sure it's clear and drop it in an envelope into the post office where we'll have a box there. Thanks to Noel and Selena for allowing us to do that. Um, the answers then will be released on the Instagram page, the GA Dugout, on the following day on New Year's Day. And then give us a couple of days because Christmas is busy, but we'll get the results of the winners out uh, in the coming days then the following week. Some of the answers just, you'll yeah, find in the GAA book are Gods and Our Heroes. Especially if they sound a little hard, they're probably uh, coming from there. Some answers you'll get from listening to the Amber Dugout podcast. Episode 4 was released this past week, so do give it a listen. There's three more left after that. Um, some others you'll Who's get from the Club Held in like, asking people in Who's Club Question 4. In the 1989, which could written player. You never know who will have the answer to something that you're looking for. Um, it's just a fun quiz. We want people to get chatting. Um, and if you don't get all the answers, don't worry. Take guesses if you can. You never know what you'll what you'll get right. Uh, but just have a bit of fun with it. In terms of how to win, it's just like any other kind of quiz. Those with the highest marks win the quiz. If there's a tie of two, five, or ten people, maybe more. I don't know how hard this quiz is going to be for you. Uh, but if you do tie, we'll just throw all the names into a hat and we'll pull out our prizes in the first, second, and third kind of basis from there. Which brings us to our prizes. So look, uh, this is just a bit of a fun quiz. We said we give something for it. We'll get better prizes maybe if we ever do this again. But our first prize uh, for this big Christmas GA quiz is a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of powers. Our second prize is a box of the lovely Jacob's afternoon tea biscuits and a tub of roses chocolates for our third prize. But it's the next prize that uh, I think is the best prize that we're going to give out. It's for anybody who's listening to this quiz from overseas. We know there's a lot of people from Britain who are living abroad. Uh, we have some listeners even for the podcast from the United States, from the UK, from Australia, from New Zealand and the Netherlands. Uh, thanks for all listening in. Uh, we wanted to give something back and naturally um, we can't really send you a bottle of powers in the post. So we have an authentic antique Britain GA slitter. Uh, complete with scuffed marks and edges. Uh, there's no writing on this one. This could have been used in God knows what match down through the years, played against rivals. This could have been held and, and pucked around by some of the Britain legends um, that we have had in our club. This ball could have been hit off walls, could have bounced over shed roofs and been searched for for hours on end. What this ball could have been through, God knows. But it's going to wing its way to uh, someone out foreign who will be answering this quiz. Naturally, you'll have to send in your email to us. Make sure to include your address. Um, and that goes the same for any entries into this. Just make sure we have a name and a contact uh, number or address so that we can get any of these prizes to you guys. So without further ado, we may as well start on the quiz. All right. Question one from round one. In what year was the sod turned at the new GA pitch in Koshavana? It's question one. In what year was the sod turned at the new GA pitch in Koshavana? Question two. What past Kilbritton players have two intermediate hurling county final winners medals? What past Kilbritton players 
have two intermediate hurling county final winners medals. Question three. In what year did a bus returning from a match go into the dike almost overturning at Kerry's Cross? That's in what year did a bus returning from a match go into the dike and almost overturn at Kerry's Cross? Question four. Which past clubman who previously owned what is now called the Kilbritton Inn is credited with bringing the underage scene to life in the 1970s and 1980s? That's question four. Which past clubman who previously owned what is now called the Kilbritton Inn is credited with bringing the underage scene to life in the 1970s and 80s? Question five. In the latest episode of the Amber Dugout, Damien O'Driscoll mentions a night after a match where Dominic Cashman led a group in doing what? That's question five. In the latest episode of the Amber Dugout, Damien O'Driscoll mentions a night after a match where Dominic Cashman led a group in doing what? Question six. In what year did Cabritton win the Southwest Minor Hurling Championship for the first time in the club's history? That's question six. In what year did Cabritton win the Southwest Minor Hurling Championship for the first time in the club's history? Question seven. Who captained Kilbritton in the 1985 Junior County Championship final win? Who captained Kilbritton in the 1985 Junior County Championship final win? Question eight. Name the seven Kilbritton players on the Carberry Senior Hurling winning panel in 1994. That's question eight. Name the seven Kilbritton players on the Carberry Senior Hurling winning panel in 1994. Question nine. When did Kilbritton last win the under 21 B Hurling Championship final against Donnie's on a scoreline of 214 to seven points? Question 9. When did Kilbritton last win the Under 21B Hurling Championship final against Donnie's on a scoreline of 214 to 7 points? Question 10. When Padgett O'Brien was a chairman, how many parades did he oversee? When Padgett O'Brien was a chairman, how many parades did he oversee? All right, that's the end of round one. Round two, question one. In what year did Ross Cashman, Keen O'Leary, Pat O'Mahony, John Murphy and Mark Hayes, playing with both hurling and football teams, win All-Ireland Vocational School medals when St. Brogan's completed the All-Ireland double in hurling and football? That's question one. In what year did Ross Cashman, Keen O'Leary, Pat O'Mahony, John Murphy and Mark Hayes, playing with both hurling and football teams, win All-Ireland Vocational School medals when St. Brogan's completed the All-Ireland double in hurling and football? Question 2. What priest, who later served in Kilbritton, won an All-Ireland final medal with Cork? What priest, who later served in Kilbritton, won an All-Ireland final medal with Cork. Question three. In what is noted as one of the most sensational comebacks in Kilbritton's history, Kilbritton beat arch-rivals Newsystem 3-8 to 1-12 to 
in the under-21A West Cork Curling Championship Final in which year? In what is noted as one of the most sensational comebacks in Britain's history, Britain beat arch-rivals Newstown 3-8 to 1-12 in the under-21A West Cork Curling Championship Final in which year? Question 4. One of the club's most prolific goal scorers in the 1980s was Charlie O'Connell. How many goals did he score in the 1985 Junior County Final win to help bring Britain up to intermediate level? One of the club's most prolific goal scorers in the 1980s was Charlie O'Connell. How many goals did he score in the 1985 Junior County Final win to help bring Britain up to intermediate? Question 5. Michal Holland captained which team to a Munster Junior Hurling Final win in 1996? Michal Holland captained which team to a Munster Junior Hurling Final win in 1996? Question 6. Who was man of the match for Carberry in the Senior Football County Final win over Bishopstown in 2004? That's question six. Who was man of the match for Carberry in the senior football county final win over Bishopstown in 2004? Check that. Question seven. Which Kilbritton player who was born and raised in Kilbritton was the first player to win an All-Ireland minor medal with Cork? That's which player who was born and raised in Kilbritton won the... That's which Kilbritton player, who was born and raised in Kilbritton, was the first player to win an All-Ireland minor medal with Cork? Question 8. The Kilbritton Junior Hurling team were West Cork champions for six years back-to-back in what decade? That's the Kilbritton Junior Hurling team were West Cork champions for six years back-to-back in what decade? Question 9. Cabritton won the Southwest Minor Hurling Championship in 1981 with a team that included many who would go on to be stalwarts of the future intermediate and senior teams with the club. What club did they beat in that final? Cabritton won the Southwest Minor Hurling Championship in 1981. What club did they beat in that final? Question 10. In 1995, when Kilbritton won the Intermediate County Championship final, who were Humphrey Cronin's selectors? That's question 10. In 1995, when Kilbritton won the Intermediate County Championship final, who were Humphrey Cronin's selectors? That brings us to round three. Question 1. Under mysterious circumstances, the Kilbritton Castle Gates ended up as gates to the entrance of which local club? Under mysterious circumstances, the Kilbritton Castle Gates ended up as gates to the entrance of which local club? Question two. How many times did Kilbritton reach... Excuse me. How many times did Kilbritton reach the intermediate county final before finally winning it in 1995. 
How many times did Britain reach the intermediate county final before finally winning it in 1995? Question three. As mentioned in the book, twice in the club's history, could Britain's GAA club fails to affiliate teams for any championship campaign on a given year due to scarcity of players or other historic reasons. Name the two years when Britain's club essentially had to be restarted. This, this is maybe one of the tougher ones. <clears throat> We're looking for the year when Britain restarted after the break. So as mentioned in the book, twice in the club's history, could Britain's GAA club fails to affiliate teams for any championship campaign in a given year due to scarcity of players or other historic reasons. Name the two years when Britain's club essentially had to be restarted. Question four. According to Dan O'Connell in the second episode of The Amber Dugout, what skill that if you take to a match, you will have less time on the ball, you won't get hooked and you won't get blocked? Question four, according to Dan O'Connell, in the second episode of The Amber Dugout, what skill that if you take to a match, you'll have less time on the ball, you won't get hooked and you won't get blocked? Question five, in what year, with Niall Holland becoming selector, did the following players make the Carberry Senior Hurling Panel? Vincent O'Brien, John O'Brien, Patrick Sexton, Dan O'Connell, Owen Sexton and Jeremy McSweeney. That's in what year, with Niall Holland becoming a selector, did the following players make the Carberry Senior Hurling Panel? Vincent O'Brien, John O'Brien, Patrick Sexton, Dan O'Connell, Owen Sexton and Jeremy McSweeney. Question 6. In 1949, after we lost a match against St John's, renowned hardman Con Crowley, or Canine as he was locally known, couldn't believe they were beaten by a parish, quote, for there wasn't an ash plant able to grow there, unquote. By what name is the club from St. John's more commonly known? It's question six. In 1949, after we lost a match against St. John's, renowned hard man Con Crowley, or Conine as he was locally known, couldn't believe they were being beaten by a parish, quote, for there wasn't an ash plant able to grow there, unquote. By what name is that rival club, St. John's, more commonly known? Question 7. What senior hurling county championship winning team was local clubman Pa Brennan a selector with in 1994? What senior hurling county championship winning team was local clubman Pa Brennan a selector with in 1994? Question 8. According to an article penned in the GA book Our Gods and Our Heroes by the late great clubman Kieran O'Driscoll. Which former Kilbritton and St. Brogan's player was affectionately known as Rocky because he believed in the direct route through defences? That's according to an article penned in the GA book Our Gods and Our Heroes by the late great clubman Kieran O'Driscoll, which former Kilbritton and St. Brogan's player was affectionately known as Rocky because he believed in the direct route through defences? Question 9. Which St. Finbar's man came down to coach the Cabritton Junior team in 1985. Which St. Finbar's man came down to coach the Cabritton Junior team in 1985? 
Question 10. In the upcoming Amber Dugout podcast chairman episode, highlighted in the main trailer for this series on YouTube, Frank O'Brien describes going in under a bus with Shane Wafer to catch a what? Question 10. In the upcoming Amber Dugout podcast chairman episode, highlighted in the main trailer for the series, Frank O'Brien describes going in under a bus with Shane Wafer to catch a what? In the upcoming Amber Dugout podcast chairman episode, highlighted in the main trailer for the series, Frank O'Brien describes going in under a bus with Shane Wafer to catch a what? That completes round three. And we begin round four. Question one. In the poem by William Kearney entitled The Kilbritton Poem, which tells of the deeds of some of the first Kilbritton players, who is the following line speaking about? Quote, they are welcome. They are welcome. Unquote. That's question one. In the poem by William Kearney entitled Kilbritton poem, which tells of the deeds of some of the first Kilbritton players, who is the following line speaking about? Quote, they are welcome, they are welcome. Unquote. Question two. In what year did Patrick Sexton play for the first time as a Cork under 21 and in the same year was part of the Cork senior hurling panel? That's in what year did Patrick Sexton play for the first time as a Cork under 21 and in the same year was part of the Cork senior hurling panel. Question three. According to fullback Finbar Sheehy himself in episode three of the Amber Dugout, which rival player did he look forward to playing against? According to fullback Finbar Sheehy himself in episode three of the Amber Dugout, which rival player did he look forward to playing against? Name the three Kilbritton players who were on the senior hurling team with Carberry circa 1960. That's question four. Name the three Kilbritton players who were on the senior hurling team with Carberry circa 1960. Question five. According to local folklore, in the 60s, one of the highest goal-scoring games Kilbritton has ever played in against another West Cork team ended in what score? That's question number five. According to local folklore, in the 60s, one of the highest goal-scoring games Kilbritton has played in against another West Cork team ended in what score? Question six. Of the four O'Neill brothers of Marlborough, Packy, Dennis, John and Jared. Which one of them was also a ref? Of the four O'Neill brothers of Marlborough, Packy, Dennis, John and Jared, which one of them was also a ref? Question seven. Damien Desmond holds a Munster title in hurling and football and an All-Ireland hurling title with the Cork Volks from what year? Damien Desmond holds a Munster title in hurling and football and an All-Ireland hurling title with the Cork Folks from what year? Question 8. What was the full inscription on the first ever cup presented for the West Cork Board Hurling Championship to Kilbritton 
1905. What was the full inscription on the first ever cup presented for the West Cork Ward Hurling Championship to Kilbritton in 1905? Question 9. How many cups did the Alcock Stoll Riversdale family of Kilbritton Castle present to the club over the years? Is it 2, 5 or 10? That's how many cups the Alcock Stoll Riversdale family of Kilbritton Castle presented the club over the years. Is it two, five or ten? Question ten. Which priest, who later became a canon, was a staunch supporter of Kilbritton GAA throughout the 1990s? That's which priest who later became a canon was a staunch supporter of Kilbritton GAA throughout the 1990s. And that concludes round four. Round five, question one. According to Owen Sexton himself in the latest episode of the Amber Dugout podcast, who held him back in the fight that ensued after the infamous Donnie's football match? That's according to Owen Sexton himself in the latest episode of the Amber Dugout podcast, who held him back in the fight that ensued after the infamous Donnie's football match. Question 2. The Kilbritton Junior Hurling team were West Court champions in 1923, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28 and 1930 and finalists in 1929. How many O'Hays played on that team? That's the Kilbritton Junior Hurling team, who were West Cork champions in 1923, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28 and 1930, and finalists in 1929. How many O'Hays played on that team? Question 3. According to a story in Jimmy Ryan's book, A Club and a Tradition, which is quoted in the Our Gods and Our Heroes book, the lack of what was blamed for losing the famous 1929 final. That's according to a story in Jimmy Ryan's book, A Club and a Tradition, which is quoted in the Our Gods and Our Heroes book. The lack of what was blamed for losing the famous 1929 final. Question four. Until Britain got its first official pitch in the 1970s, the club held training sessions and matches in various farm fields around the parish. Name as many as you can, and for each correct field you name, we'll give you a point. That's until Kilbritton got its first official pitch in the 1970s. The club held training sessions and matches in various farm fields around the parish. Name as many as you can, and for each correct field you name, we'll give you a point. Question 5. Timmy Crowley from Maunashkimlahan would convey local players to matches in the back of his lorry when needed back in the day. Which other prominent Crowley man, who spawned a building dynasty, was the first such man in the parish to volunteer his lorry to help get players to matches when the club needed help? So Timmy Crowley from Elnish Gimelhorn would convey local players to matches in the back of his lorry when needed back in the day. Which other prominent Crowley man, who spawned a building dynasty, 
was the first such man in the parish to volunteer his lorry to help get players to matches when the club needed help. Question 6. Which local man, through a speech at the club's centenary dinner in 2004, coined the phrase which became the name of the GAA book, Our Gods and Our Heroes? That's which local man, through a speech at the club's centenary dinner in 2004, coined the phrase which became the name of the GAA book, Our Gods and Our Heroes. Question 7. What could Britain player donned the Irish colours for the International Rules Games versus Australia in 1999? That's what Britain player donned the Irish colours for the International Rules Games versus Australia in 1999. Question 8. While it's unclear as to how Kilbritton GAA club ended up in black and amber, one credible story pertains to a Kilkenny man who had lived in the parish that gifted a set of jerseys to the club as it didn't have funds at the time to buy some. What was that man's name? So how Kilbritton GA Club ended up in black and amber? One credible story pertains to a Kilkenny man who had lived in the parish that gifted a set of jerseys to the club as it didn't have funds at the time to buy some. What was that man's name? Question 9. Who captained the Kilbritton Junior B footballers who won the county in 2016? Who captained the Kilbritton Junior B footballers who won the county in 2016? Question 10. Bishopstown, a senior hurling club at the time, lost one of its talismans in a transfer to Kilbritton in 1995. What was the name of the player that Kilbritton gained? That's Bishopstown, a senior hurling club at the time, lost one of its talismans to Kilbritton in a transfer in 1995. What was the name of the player that Kilbritton gained? Round 6. Question 1. As mentioned in episode 1 of the Amber Dugout, Humphrey Cronin, the intermediate team's trainer who led them to the intermediate county final win in 1995, talks about another important event that coincided with the win. What was it? So as mentioned in episode one of the Amber Dugout, Humphrey Cronin, the intermediate team's trainer who led them to the intermediate county final win in 1995, talks about another important event that coincided with the win. What was it? Question 2. Give the names of the people who formed the committee which purchased and developed the community pitch in the village in the early 1970s. We're looking for 11 names here. We're looking for the names of all the people on the committee which purchased and developed the community pitch in the village in the early 1970s. Question 3. In 1978, after a 36-year break, Kilbritton won the West Cork Junior Hurling Final in Bandon in a scoreline of Kilbritton 313-24, taking home the Flyer 9 Cup. Who were the opponents? So in 1978, in the West Cork Junior Hurling Final in Bandon, who were the opponents? Question 4. What club event 
used to be held every Sunday night, usually in the village, in either of the pubs. What club event used to be held every Sunday night, usually in the village, in either of the pubs? Question 5. There were two O'Connell families in Barleyfield that had many sons who played with Britain over the years. The older of the families had four sons who played prolifically through the 80s and the 90s. Name the five sons of the younger family who came to the fore in the 90s through to the 2000s. There were two O'Connell families in Barleyfield that had many sons who played with Britain over the years. The older of the families had four sons who played prolifically through the 80s and the 90s. Name the five sons of the younger family who came to the fore in the 90s through to the 2000s. Question 6. In 1997, Kilbritton beat Newtown Chandram 212 to 111 in what round of the Senior Hurling Championship? In 1997, Kilbritton beat Newtown Chandram 212 to 111 in what round of the Senior Hurling Championship? Question 7. In episode 2 of The Amber Dugout, we hear how fullback supreme Finbar Sheehy was considered a rock in defence upon which many perished. Which past chairman, secretary and treasurer broke a collarbone off him when he ran into him in training? That's in episode 2 of The Amber Dugout, we hear how fullback supreme Finbar Sheehy was considered a rock in defence upon which many perished. Which past chairman, secretary and treasurer broke a collarbone off him when he ran into him in training. Question 8. In 1904, Bandon and Cabritton contested the very first club hurling game played in West Gore. On what Saints day was the match played? That's in 1904, Bandon and Cabritton contested the very first club hurling game played in West Cork. On what Saints day was the match played? Question 9. In the book, according to a story from the 60s, at a training session, a goalie who was casual with dealing with an incoming ball got a warning from the trainer at the time not to be so cavalier in future. Another player said to the goalie, I wouldn't take that from him. And the goalie replied, you would if you had two ball tyres. Who was the trainer in question? So why would he be saying something like that? In the book, according to a story from the 1960s, at a training session, a goalie who was casual with dealing with an incoming ball got a warning from the trainer at the time not to be so cavalier in future. Another player said to the goalie, I wouldn't take that from him. And the goalie replied, you would if you had two ball tyres. Who was the trainer in question? Question 10. In 1982, Kilbritton were the winners of a new grade created by the West Cork Board for second teams of junior B clubs. There was no cup provided for this competition in this inaugural year, but Gerard O'Neill provided a cup for the evening celebrations. What was the engraving on that cup? That's in 1982. Kilbritton were the winners of a new grade created by the West Cork Board for second teams of junior B clubs. There was no cup provided for this competition in this inaugural year, but Gerard O'Neill provided a cup for the evening celebrations. What was the engraving on that cup? That completes round six. Round seven. Question one. On the club crest, how many amber stripes are there? That's question one. On the club crest, how many amber stripes are there? 
Question 2. Due to an error by a club secretary, in what year did Cabritton enter football team in the Junior Football Championship of the Southwest Division, which Cabritton went on to win and go through to the county, where they were beaten after playing the match three times, drawing in the first two early the following year? So due to an error by a club secretary, in which year did Cabritton enter a football team in the Junior Football Championship of the Southwest Division? Cabritton went on to win it and go through to the county, where they were beaten after playing the match three times, drawing the first two early the following year. Question three. Name the goalkeeper who was once sacked from his job by the then parish priest for attending a hurling match in Bandon. Name the goalkeeper who was once sacked from his job by the then parish priest for attending a hurling match in Bandon. Question four. Which club did Jeff O'Connell transfer to in the late 1990s? Question four. Which club did Jeff O'Connell transfer to in the late 1990s? Question five. In the latest episode of the Amber Dugout, Paddy Ryan calls out Owen Sexton for the use of what item of his? In the latest episode of the Amber Dugout, Paddy Ryan calls out Owen Sexton for the use of what item of his? Question six. In what year was the new pitch at Cashavana opened? Question six. In what year was the new pitch at Cashavana opened? Question seven. Neely Harrington and Frank O'Brien were on the minor hurling championship winning team in what year before going on to play for Carberry? Neely Harrington and Frank O'Brien were on the minor hurling championship winning team in what year before going on to play for Carberry? Question 8. What was the final score in the 2010 Intermediate County Hurling Championship where Cabritton beat Ballygarvan? What was the final score in the 2010 Intermediate County Hurling Championship where Cabritton beat Ballygarvan? Question 9. Who captained that Cabritton team? Question 9. Who captained that Cabritton team? Question 10. What was the score in the Cabritton versus Milford match in the Premier Junior Hurling Championship this past year? What was the score in the Cabritton versus Milford match in the Premier Junior Hurling Championship this past year? Round 8. Question 1. Which Kilbritton full forward produced a magnificent hat-trick of goals from overhead strikes in the 2018 Intermediate Hurling Championship Round three replay comeback over Milan. That's which Kilbritton full forward produced a magnificent hat trick of goals from overhead strikes in the 2018 Intermediate Hurling Championship round three replay comeback over Milan. Question two. Which Kilbritton player who has an Intermediate Hurling County Championship winner's medal recently played in the Junior C Championship final versus Argadine Rangers alongside his son? That's which Kilbritton player who has an Intermediate Hurling County Championship winner's medal recently played in the Junior C Championship final versus Argadine Rangers alongside his son. Question 3. What club did the late great clubman Pat DC play with before moving to Kilbritton? 
That's what club did the late great clubman Pat DC play with before moving to Kilbritton? Question four. Who was chairman for the first dinner dance the club held in 1963? Who was chairman for the first dinner dance the club held in 1963? Question five. In the 1989 Intermediate County Campaign, which Kilbritton player was top scorer in a single game with 15 points. That's in the 1989 Intermediate County Campaign, which Kilbritton player was top scorer in a single game with 15 points. That's in the 1989 Intermediate County Campaign, which Kilbritton player was top scorer in a single game with 15 points. Question 6. Which Kilbritton legend, under enormous pressure, slotted over the winning point from a free in the final minutes of the quarter-final of the Intermediate County Championship in 1995 against Delaney's? That's which Kilbritton legend, under enormous pressure, slotted over the winning point from a free in the final minutes of the quarter-final of the Intermediate County Championship in 1995 against Delaney's? Question 7. In 2019, Tomás Sheehan scored a hat-trick in the Division 3 Football League final win against which team? That's in 2019, Tomás Sheehan scored a hat-trick in the Division 3 Football League final win against which team? Question 8. Could Britain retained the Mial Holland Cup in 2018 in a victory with a scoreline of 117 to 110 over which local team? That's Kilbritton retained the Michal Holland Cup in 2018 in a victory with a scoreline of 117 to 110 over which local team? Question 9. Curate Father Murphy created a parish league to unearth new talent and revitalise older players in what year? That's Curate Father Murphy created a parish league to unearth new talent and revitalise older players in what year? Question 10. Of the starting 15 in the 1995 county final win against Ballancolig, how many Harringtons starred? That's of the starting 15 in the 1995 county final win against Ballancolig, how many Harringtons starred? Round 9, the last round. Question 1. Eddie Sheehy, famed for his points from sideline cuts, as how many county winners medals? Eddie Sheehy, famed for his points from sideline cuts, has how many county winners medals? Question two. Who is the longest serving secretary that Kilbritton GA Club has ever had? Who is the longest serving secretary that Kilbritton GA Club has ever had? Question three. Name the father and the son who have served as chairman for the club over the years. Name the father and the son who have served as chairman for the club over the years. Question four. According to episode one of the Amber Dugout, Pa Finn describes how Packy O'Neill had more what than anyone. According to episode one of the Amber Dugout, Pa Finn describes how Packy O'Neill had more what than anyone. Question 5. Which famed commentator was a guest at the 2004 Centenary Dinner? 
which famed commentator was a guest at the 2004 centenary dinner. Question six. Recently, who has become the first female lifetime vice president of the club? That's recently, who has become the first female lifetime vice president of the club? Question seven. Who held the position of treasurer from 1970 to 1978? Who held the position of treasurer from 1970 to 1978? Question eight. In episode three of the Amber Dugout, we hear how in 1996, for the first league game at home, now at senior level, the visiting team gave Kilbritton a guard of honour and clapped them onto the pitch before beating them and apparently clapping them off the pitch. Who was the visiting team? In episode three of the Amber Dugout, we hear how in 1996, for the first league game at home, now at senior level, the visiting team gave Kilbritton a guard of honour and clapped them onto the pitch before beating them and apparently clapping them off the pitch. Who was the visiting team? Question 9. Which former Kilbritton trainer captained Hammy's High School to an All-Ireland success in 1975? Which former Kilbritton trainer captained Hammy's High School to All-Ireland success in 1975? And the final question, question 10. In what match did Bill Wafer famously buy the scoreboard after a special win in 1985? That's in what match did Bill Wafer famously buy the scoreboard after a special win in 1985? That completes the quiz, everybody. Uh, I hope you all had a bit of fun. Uh, Like I said at the start, you can listen to this as many times as you want. You have a couple of days to get the the answers together. Don't forget if you're writing out your answers to keep Ooh, your writing as clear as you can. Like, if you can't read it, you can't give the mark. Um, drop your answers in with in a name points. and a contact number or a contact That's address in the um, in envelope campaign, into the which post can, office which there'll be a box Bear, there over the next couple of days. Point. Or you can Questions email in your answers to the Closing date for the entries is New Year's Eve. If you're getting them into the post office, be aware of the closing hours there. If you're emailing them in, we'll take them um, up until midnight. The answers to the questions then will be released on the Instagram page on New Year's Day. And the next week then we'll release the winners of the quiz. So enjoy the quiz. We'll get everybody talking. Um, if there's any uh, issues or, or any questions that, uh, that don't seem to line up for anybody, do let us know. But to the best of our knowledge, um, these, are, these are fairly sound enough, these questions talent and the answers. What um, but yeah, it's just a bit of fun, guys. Have a bit of crack. You do have the prizes. Remember, first prize, bottle of powers. Second prize, box of biscuits. Third prize, um, a box of roses. And our special prize for anybody who's taking part from abroad. The we've got um, amazing authentic uh, litter. Um, it's just a bit of crack, um, but, uh, but we'd like to see Eddie that on somebody's masterpiece over in Australia or maybe medals. over in Chicago or New York or Eddie wherever Sheehy you guys might be listening from. Uh, so do take part. Like I said, it's a bit of Question fun. Two. You don't have to get all of the answers correct. Take a guess at it. You never know. The other people who are doing this mightn't be able to get all the answers either. So you might actually be the person the with the highest score the to win some of those prizes. The father, so uh, take part for the um, and try your best. And According to, just, episode, yeah, warning to episode one. Right, Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a very happy new year. According to in 2023. had more what than anyone. Question five. Which famed commentator was a guest at the 2004 centenary dinner? 
which famed commentator was a guest at the 2004 centenary dinner. Question.